works. There he is. There he's oh. gone. Oh. There he is. Now he's back. There he goes. Now he's gone. Now he's back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another evening of D&D. We are Not Great RPG, and we're here once again for The Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, Paul, I do just want you to know that right after I said the words that you said when you called me, my phone rang, so thank you very much for that. <laughs> That's very good. You're welcome. I appreciate that immensely. Uh, Poppy was a real one. She really was. Never forget. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then I will briefly summarize the recap that I didn't write from last week, mm-hmm. uh, and then we will pick back up. Uh, with with everybody doing their their solo things that they want to do, and Marcus doing his solo things that he has to do because he's in a jail cell. Prison's a nice time. It's a good time. <laughs> really good. I'm John, and I play aforementioned Marcus in jail. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion, who is not in jail. Very good. Yet. At the moment. I would hope. I'm Paul, and I play Rin, um, also not in prison. <laughs> I'm yeah. Autumn, and I play Twig. I'm Mike, I play Mr. Pigeon. I'm not Lawrence, still. And I'm also not in jail, still. And I play Shay, who's also not in jail, still. still. And I'm Don, the DM for this campaign, mm-hmm. uh, who is not in jail, as mm-hmm. it might be. Are you sure? Might be apparent. Mm-hmm. I could be. Mm-hmm. This might be. I'm, I'm green screening in. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I've I'm never seen him walk out from behind the counter. Mm-hmm. It's true, I just... There's bars there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so last week's episode, A Familiar Face, um, you guys walk out of the church to find Arthur amongst uh, your good friends, Mr. Pigeon and Twig, who at the beginning of the episode had uh, done something when we zipped back in time briefly to the night before, uh, which I will not divulge because it was private. Um, you guys get taken back after Arthur tells you guys, hey, uh yeah, your good buddy Marcus is in a whole lot of trouble, and you guys are also in trouble because of the tavern that you stayed at. Um, so you get brought back to the Last Lantern, uh, which you are taken inside, greeted by a small uh, elvish girl that looks similar to Dandelion in nature. Um, she takes you into a back room where you guys see a symbol on a door behind some boxes that matches the symbol that Dandelion had found in the church. Uh, written, carved into the pews. Um, She brings you downstairs with Arthur, uh, who points at a bunch of other people and uh, tells you guys about the some of the things that are going on in the city and the fact that that John Dar has a a, an iron grip around the city itself um, and that things are real bad uh, and that you guys do need to get out your good friend Marcus so that way uh, some things can be put in motion to to save uh, essentially the entire kingdom uh, from the clutches of John Dar and the Black Flowers. Um, Dandelion and Rin, after talking with them, head out to go uh, to ye old local lake outside of the city walls, uh, as Dandelion requested the location. Hashtag send me your location of a lake, mm-hmm. uh, so that way they can do some fun stuff. Um, Rin, did you transform before you left, Paul, or was that before you went in? You had disguised. Uh, yeah, I ducked into an alleyway and disguised. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So before we went in. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So you're still disguised then, because you were a let-in while disguised. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so at the moment, uh, Marcus had a real good time in jail. Mm-hmm. Talked to Captain Emmerich briefly mm-hmm. uh, about, about the plan. And, uh, and some things occurred that I also will not divulge because it was private. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Never kiss and tell. Yeah, I'm going to in first, damn it. <laughs> CMS, thank you very much for the resub. Still at work. Gotta lurk. Free me. Uh, I can't free you from work. I also can't free you from the stream. So really, I, I'm of no help at all to you. I'm very uh, sorry. You can provide entertainment. Yeah, that's all I can provide. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. Uh, yeah, so we're going to pick up with uh, Rin and Dandelion making their way downtown to get outside the walls uh, to go hit up this lake. I'm going to go back to jail, though. Very good. It's, it's actually out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to not jail, though. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's where you want me. Yes. Not in jail. Well. But also not in here. Not, yes. Both of those things are true. My monitor has gone black. Let me mute the people who need to be muted and also turn up Paul a little bit in the tavern so that way I can hear. You know, I can I can tell that the temperature of the room is perfect because everyone is in normal clothes except Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's as you mentioned, like a hundred degrees outside with the humidity today. It's so even cold though the air is uh, is not not that cold. Uh, we also did get a follow that I missed from 721. Four gathers. Thank you very much uh, for the follow. I apologize Thanks. for missing that. Uh, if you are still here, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, thank you. Welcome, welcome. Appreciate you immensely. And Volpix, thank you very much for the gifted subs. 77 gifted subs over your tenure here, which is uh, That's bananas. so many. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, let me mute the other channels. Bam. Okay. So... Uh, Rin, did you have a description for what your character looks like while he is disguised? Uh, Dandelion, you would know uh, that this is Rin, even though uh, I neglected to point out that in the tavern. You obviously literally said, like, I'm going to go with Rin to mm-hmm. go find the lake. So he is disguised, but you do know that it's Rin. I think we were also Ren. together when he... You, no, he ducked into an alley. So he did it unintentionally because Arthur stopped mm-hmm. him. But um, I, I think we already had the whole, like... Yeah, we did. Is that Rin? That's like, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we touched on it last week. Do you have a description in mind for what you look like, or is it just no? Man, I picked. Man I face? picked one of uh, Murdoch's uh, dead. That's companions. right. Gen- mm-hmm. Generic dude. One. You're right. You are correct. So I mean, he can have like short brown hair, brown eyes, a little bit of stubble. Sure. Uh, generic dude clothes. Yeah. 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 He's man got, face. Man face. Yeah. As 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 he would. As he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you guys, you guys make your way. Um, away from the tavern itself, uh, which was located on uh, Hearth Lane, uh, which is a few streets from the front of the uh, city. It's four streets back. Um, So as you guys are walking, you're welcome to uh, talk amongst yourselves, obviously, if you would like to before you exit the walls, if you have anything to say to each other. Dandelion. The they said the lake was like out the front, like out the to front the west, exit. Yeah. So front and right to the okay. west. 
We passed guards on the way in? Yes, we did. We'll probably pass them on the way out, too. That shouldn't be a problem. We'll just tell them we're going to the lake. I guess there's probably nothing... Like, people people, people go to lakes. Yeah. Yeah, to, to fish or swim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly normal. That's what lakes I, are for. I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, God, it's fenced off. We're going fishing. <laughs> uh... We don't have any fishing gear, so let's just let's just go say we're going to see the see the lake. We're going to see the lake. Okay, sure. Uh, yes, you guys make your way over to uh, down the few streets along uh, Gray Gate, um, which is the front street in the city, towards the large uh, gatehouse area that you made your way out. And as you guys are leaving, a, a guard just kind of looks over at the two of you. Uh, I hope you. Had a good time in Greymore. Are you coming back, or are you just? This is like fucking Disney World. Uh, do you, do you need to get your hand stamped so you can get back in? Uh, what business do you have uh, outside the walls? Um, will you be returning or leaving for good? We're going to a lake. All right, the one right nearby. Yes. All right. Uh, well, then I assume you will be coming back. Yes. Perfect. We'll be back shortly. All right. Well, uh, be safe out there. Thank you course you guys walk past and make your way out and you turn to the west and you walk along this large stone wall uh that kind of lines the outside of this city with this gray uh slate colored stone um you can see that there are portions where it is kind of like uh you know like cobblestone brick type patterns as it's stacked up but there are also large portions of part of it that are just um, like flat pieces of slate that have been kind of embedded in front of the stone so that way it's kind of double walled so like behind uh, where you would see towards the top it's the individual bricks lower down where somebody would be like ramming against it against the walls theoretically if they weren't going at the gate there are large pieces of slate that are kind of like buried deep into the ground as like a barrier layer outside of these walls um, they don't look to be uh it doesn't look like it's new. Like, you can see scratch marks and things on it from, like, previous combats, for sure, uh, in the past. Um, but it doesn't look like there's really, like, a, a crazy amount of, uh, like, upkeep to it. They're just kind of there, uh, even though they have not likely been used in some time. Uh, and you make you your way along this towards the edge past the point in the middle of the city that you had seen the one wall, like, run straight through all the way to the edge and around the corner on the side of that city, it takes you about five minutes to walk, uh, five to ten minutes to walk along this wall, because it's a very large wall. You're essentially going from one side of the city to mm -hmm. the other. Um, and you make your way around the corner, and you see that there is a small subset of, uh, of little, um, like, oak-style trees and a, a small lake. It's not gigantic or anything, but you can see there are some people that are uh, that are fishing in it. There's a couple of kids swimming on the other side. Um, there are some, like, reeds and things around the side of it. It looks natural for the most part. Is it a nice day? Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice out today. Um, the weather is nice. Mm -hmm. uh, it is pretty cold for people to be swimming because we're getting into, like, the fall, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, well, I think we're actually... We're in the fall now, uh, but 
there's not that many people swimming. It's mostly fishing, but there are a couple kids that just don't really seem to care that just kind of love swimming. Um, but there are definitely some areas that you guys can kind of make your way that you would be away from people to not obviously uh, draw attention to what it is you're doing. It's not like packed. Gotcha. Yeah. Candy mm-hmm. Lion, let's be be sure to be away from other people. I've never done this before. I don't think you mentioned that before we came out here. Mm-hmm. That might have been. Uh, I'm I'm sure you can figure it out. I'll find a spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys kind of nestle yourselves between some like larger gatherings of reeds and and trees as you kind of like sit down in this little like almost marshy area at the edge of the lake where there's like not a lot of visibility from outside towards your little like cove area mm-hmm. here. So that way you have some privacy. Go up to the mm-hmm. to the water and take a few steps in and just like pat the surface of the water like and knocking like poke at it and like wave my hands over it a few mm-hmm. times yeah you see Try some some ripples and things like that and nothing really happens mm. do you have to invoke his name did he ever tell you to like say anything you just have to find a lake my hand on it yeah and say Master Oberon? And as you do that, you feel from behind your cloak, Shimmer, pop his head out and just kind of, like, snort a little bit, and you see the smoke, like, waft past Mm -hmm. your face, and he just, like, slowly walks down your sleeve and walks to your hand and just boops his nose into the water, and you see this, like, ethereal ripple out from the point where his nose contacts, and something swirls into view, and you see it, it swirl for a few moments, uh... And about a minute later, it goes clear, and there is just left this, like, iridescent ring, uh, kind of tracing the edge of, like, a mirror, mm-hmm. essentially, in the lake. And it traces, and Obron's face pops into view at the center of this iridescent ring. Hello, Dandelion. It is worked. everything all right? No. Um. All right. Have you found the mirror? No, I, we're, we're in a town that, or I, a city, it's very, it's very big, um, where maybe it will be, uh, I haven't found it, haven't found it yet, um, but I told you about my friends last time. Yes, is that one of them there? Oh yeah, this is, this is Rin. I, can I see him? Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very... Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, she's... There's just, like... She's just holding a frog in her hands. Master. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, uh, you, uh, you do see him in the water, yes. Uh, His, like, hello. reflection. Hello. Uh, my name is Oberon. It's nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Rin. Very nice to meet you. Um, he's a... Uh, what was the word? Oh, a what? A what? The, the thing that you do. Spellcasting wise. He does that too. Um, that's that's not important right now. My my friend Marcus is in trouble. 
he... They're, they're going to kill him. But... Um... What have you gotten yourself into, Dandelion? He didn't, he didn't do anything. Sorry, he would have called you Dewdrop. He doesn't know that that's your name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little Dewdrop, what have you gotten yourself into? We, we just got here. We didn't do anything. Yes, you said that you had done some fighting, though, and I... That was somewhere else. Yes. They were bad people. All right, but... But we didn't do any fighting here. And your friend is still in danger. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I should have sent you... Uh... I... Mm-hmm. It's fine. Nothing mm-hmm. can be done. Uh... Perhaps I should have sent someone with you, but... Who else to trust with such an important task? That's what I was going to say. I haven't... Well, my friends are helping. Yes. That is good mm-hmm. that you have found friends, but I... I should not have left you alone. That was a mistake. I met a couple other people from the Wilds too. Very good, uh... Some of our people are Mm -hmm. in the material plane. I've told you a few stories. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell them what I was looking for. Good. Very good. It's a secret. Yes, a secret. That's Mm -hmm. right. Your friends obviously know. They're helping me find it. That is okay. I I don't think Titania is likely to ask them. Uh, They don't know who she is. She doesn't know who they are, so that's... We are okay. Oh, you're talking about tits. Sorry. Uh, nothing. Uh, all right. Uh, what I... do you need for this friend, Dandelion? What, how is he in trouble? Perhaps I can help if there's uh, any influence or help I can give. They captured him. Oh, okay. And we... we... Who, who captured him? The the guards. The yes, the guards. Mm-hmm. The highborn. Was your friend a criminal? No. Uh, I'm gonna need you to define criminal, because apparently here the sons pay for the father's sins. Yes. Uh, I see. I'm sorry for your friend's trouble. How can I help in... I don't have any influence over this kingdom or anything. I I can't exactly send an army that would draw far too much attention to your current predicament. We have to sneak sneak in and get him out. Okay. Before before we have two days? Yes. Two days? I think today counts as one. Yes. Um, All right. When I'm home, I'm much smaller. Yes. I know you made me big so I could fit in. I did. Can you make me small again? Um. It would... uh, I think I can sneak around 
more easily. I could, but Dandelion, I should warn you, I was able to make you small because I was able to essentially enchant you with a spell. With I was in contact with you before you left. Unless... I can't re-enchant you like I did. That would stay small. No, I could make you big again, but there is always the chance that something... Uh, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. That something could go wrong. Um, it would not be a stable uh, connection. It's not that I can't do it, but there is a chance that occasionally you might become small. I think this is very important. If you're certain. Could you show me how to do it? No, I'm sorry. It's uh, a part of the pact that we have with her being connected to me, and I channel my powers through her. Um, Being one of the Feywild, her normal state is small. Uh, Not all are like that, but her kind are tiny. It's not an enchantment that I can teach. It is something that is inherent to who I am in the Feywild. He's really powerful. I can re-enchant you, but it will be, uh, as I said, more temporary. It may flicker on and off at times with... uh, It depends. I I should be able to, but it just might not be as strong. Um, but I can. If you think this is important, I can break the connection that we have now. Everyone else is so big. Yes. I'm the smallest one. And I think... I can be sneakier if I was smaller. Less likely to get caught. That is true, but if you are caught, you attract much more attention when you are small. If someone were to see you, that is. I think if you are rescuing someone from a prison, they are not likely to pursue... I don't think anyone is likely to kidnap you in there for... reasons of you being strange. If you're caught, you're caught, but... If it is what you wish, my little dewdrop, I can do this for you. I think it would help. If you're certain. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Alright. Be ready to flap your wings, dear. You see him close his eyes for a second, then he, like, twists his hands and pulls, and you watch as in front of you, Dandelion, there's a little pff, a puff of, like, iridescent and pinkish smoke some glitter yeah and some glitter just like flares down into the water and vanishes kind of like sparks but if glitter were were sparks uh like a firework going off Mm -hmm. as it just kind of hits the water and vanishes into nothing and where dandelion was standing you see this ripple out as she vanished from the water uh and is now floating a about a foot tall uh above the water just zipping around 
So was that the approximate size she was when she touched the tree? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, she's about a foot tall, and if you'd like to describe your other features. I thought it'd be smaller than that. No, about a foot. Yeah, you're like that tall. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and she looks like Dandelion, uh, very, but much, much smaller, and she has wings, um, much like, like we, it's the same appearance wise Mm -hmm. as before. Um, but I, don't I don't know if I fully described it. I think I just said a tiny dandelion mm-hmm. with wings initially, but they are fairy-style wings. Mm-hmm. Like a dragonfly They're, wings, yeah. probably. So you have four? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it like two and two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're very beautiful. They're, they're you know, almost translucent and iridescent with little, like, sparkly bits in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I make my voice higher pitch too? <laughs> if you want to, that's up to you. I don't know if that's really necessary. I'll probably yeah. forget to do it. Um, but yeah, now I can, I can fly. I'm a little smaller. Uh, I should be able to sneak a bit easier. Yeah. Uh, does she like roughly look like the size that she can just like ride her pseudo dragon? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to say absolutely. Because you can fly anyway, yes, mm-hmm. you can absolutely ride Shimmer, for sure. I, regardless of whether or not that was a thing, you absolutely can ride him like a small mount. Because he can, you can fly anyway. He's so, so big now! Care. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, we're absolutely <laughs> doing that. That is for sure what's happening. Okay, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, this is this is how you, how you looked when you had touched the tree. Mm-hmm. At the time, so I thought everyone your... else was big. I didn't realize I was... I yeah. was small. So this is your true form, then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I've always looked like. I, I see. Um, it does make it a little bit harder for you to blend in. That was my concern as well, dear. Uh... Is my cloak the same size that it was? Um, no, I'm going to say your, your stuff mm-hmm. sh- shrunk with you because you were wearing it. Your mm-hmm. possessions have all shrunk to size. Oh, yeah, that would be a problem with like my flute and everything. Yeah. And my daggers. Yeah, you would definitely do less damage with the daggers because they're this oh, big no. now. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to get new ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- probably not. I, I don't... You probably shouldn't stay like this. I mean, you can if you want, but... But I think for I now, like this it's... is good. Yeah, yeah, for now it's good. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's risky long-term. You're um, very small and easy to... Oh. oh We lost Paul. We lost Paul. Just... Oh, I oh. see myself frozen. <laughs> okay. You back? I saw myself frozen on the screen. <laughs> I was, I was saying you're, you're, you're small and easy to, like, grab. Somebody can, like, take you or capture you. Yes, you'll have to be you. careful. That is true, but I can hide much more easily now, too. That is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you have the ability to uh, become invisible for mm-hmm. a period of time. You may wish to do that when you go back inside the city. Before you get to the walls, it will be easier for you to get through without being noticed. I might be able to fly over now. Yes, be careful of the guards, though. If they see you flying, 
they might, uh... But we left with two people. Yes. Hmm. I have an idea. Alright. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else you need, my dear? I think this helps. Okay. I don't, I don't uh, know what else uh, to Ron, do. Ron, if, if you don't mind. Uh, Oberon. Oberon? Uh, yes. Sorry, we, we refer to you as Ron. No, we don't. As to not uh, rouse suspicion. That's from true. Uh, yes, other fate-like creatures. That is very smart. I, I don't. The name Ron will do just fine for discussions amongst others. Yes. Andy Quite Lyon, like that. Mm -hmm. Andy Lyon, would you mind just covering your ears for a moment? I have to ask Lord Oberon uh, a very sensitive question. Is that what you're being called now, Dandelion? Oh, yeah. All Marcus right. gave me that name. I like it very much. Mm. He asked what my name was when he found me. And I did not know. Yes. Well, as he said. I'm just going to look at him Do you want with me to a very leave? serious expression. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You can stand, like, in there, I guess. Just just enough so that way you can't, like, fully hear. Because you'll have to come back after, so. So, like, my, my expression's going to kind of change, and I'm going to kind of, like, lean forward yeah. out of Dandelion's vision. What the fuck? Why did you send a child here? Uh, she is the only one that can find the mirror. It she is very important. It is very important? Yes. Okay. What is her real name? Is it Dewdrop? That's what I call her, yes. I don't know her real name. I found her. What, just out and about? She was injured. By she what? came to me with no memories. Oh. She remembered nothing. I cared for her until she was back to strength and I trust her. She is the only one that I can trust with something like this. If anyone were to find out if, if Titania were to find out that the mirror were missing, she would be very cross. Uh, I understand bad news concern. for us. Uh, it would be bad news for a lot of people. Yes, she might uh, send people to find it that would not be so discreet. Gotcha. Yes. Um, I guess maybe we can discuss the specifics of that another time. Uh, thanks for your help. Um, appreciate it. Good luck However, with uh, finding your friend. Yes. Um, and I'll kind of like lean to the side a little bit. Mm -hmm. I. This is like a difficult thing to ask. Sure. So. Because I doubt I'd be able to insight check it. Sure. If he's if he's able to discern my true appearance or not. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, you can insight check that absolutely. Okay. Let me see here. Insight. Ooh. That is a twenty-two. 19 on the die. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so you get the almost the the impression that he is looking if you disguise self the way that I see it is kind of like a uh if you like had one of those like big morph suits that went over your entire body, that's yeah. how I see it, where it is literally hovering you know, millimeters above your existing form where you are. Yeah, because it's it. only a, like a projection. Exactly. It's just a projection. That's kind of how I see it. You've projected it to the same size as yourself. So if somebody were looking at you, it's much harder to determine that that is uh, not something. Obviously, they still can with an intelligence check, but you don't have anything protruding from you that would be obvious if they waved through it. Um, but you get the impression that he is almost looking through your form in that sense where he can see the it, it's as if he's looking past the eyes that you are looking through in your disguise and into your actual eyes gotcha yes okay yeah with that high of an insight check i will say that you can you can absolutely uh make that connection that he seems to be speaking to the true you uh as opposed to your disguised self gotcha yes um I, I I know that you regret sending her. Is is there any way that we can assist in getting her back? It is difficult. Um, it is not that I regret sending her. I regret to the level of preparedness that I was able to give to her. I told her many stories of this land, and she is such a friendly creature. I knew she would find her way and find herself to good people like she has with you. And with her disguised as a normal person, I thought that she would not attract enough attention to warrant someone going after her. She is just a child, after all. She has found her way to good people, and I am very thankful for that. I continue to watch over her and attempt to protect her from things, but I am limited in what I can do from here. Unfortunately, she cannot return until she finds the mirror. The supplies of... Uh, what do you know about Fey Crossings? Uh, not much. Are you talking about the portals? Yes, kind of. Um, Octane, thank you very, very much for the resub. We appreciate you immensely. Thank you, bud. Um, yes, there are places in the Feywild where the connection between the Feywild and the Material Plane is thinner at certain cycles of the moon. Um, places where the, where the two planes kind of almost contact. And things tend to slip through from one plane to the other on those nights. It is difficult to explain, but... The ability for our people to travel to and from the Feywild to the Material Plane is lesser. Something has been happening to the Feywater, and it is much harder to come by now. These contact points between the planes are much more difficult to find. I was lucky to find one to be able to send her through, but it is not so easy for her to return without the mirror. I understand. Yes. Um, so would it be difficult then to send somebody in, somebody through, I guess, that could 
give her assistance? It would. Um, unfortunately, I don't know that there is anyone that I trust enough to aid her without alerting Titania. And the, the places of crossing are almost entirely protected by people of the Feywild or under the protection of the of the uh, the fairy court I think that's what it's called one second I'm pretty sure yeah I'm pretty sure it is unless you've changed it no let me just make sure I think it's I like the idea of Dandelion just covering her ears and humming to herself while this whole conversation happening. <laughs> 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 Sorry, the summer court. The summer court? Yes. Okay. And you are on this summer court? No. I'll flash the lights for you to come back. Yes, I am a member of the summer courts, yes. They are protected, these fey crossings. It is difficult for me to send resources or someone to Dandelion. I am so thankful for all of you for assisting her in finding this. I... I know that she is in good hands with all of you, and I will do what I can to help you. But I am limited. Understood. At least I can give her her powers, her magics. Hope that she yes, wields them well. She, she does. It's quite, it's quite helpful having her around. Good. She is a very kind soul, a very gentle soul. She is. Thank you. I understand your concern and your reservations for why I did this and I wish I could explain further but I appreciate you accepting my answers as they are and thank you for helping her of course I hope to speak with you again maybe even in person yes I would like that someday you could all visit the summer court and come to one of our festivals sounds like a lot of fun Yes, it is. I'll, uh, I'll nudge Dandelion. Okay. Yep. Let me call her back. <laughs> unless, unless he was going to say something else, I didn't mean. No, to no, no. That was pretty much it. Oh. Yeah, Rin taps you as you're kind of just like humming mm-hmm. with your eyes closed and hands over your ears. What? Oh, mm-hmm. um, thank you. Thank you, Dandelion. Thank you, my dear. Did you need anything else? Can I help you in any way? Not that I can think of. You have any ideas, but you're pretty far away, so... I am, yes. We found a gate, too. Uh, A gate, Mm -hmm. yes. One of the uh, fey crossings, Mm -hmm. yes. Doesn't have any water, though. Yes, fey water is, um, something is happening to it. It's becoming increasingly difficult to find. 
I am not sure what's happening, but it's as if the these crossing points are being drained of their energy, of mm. their water. It's all of them? A great many, yes. There are some that are still controlled by the Summer Court, by Titania. Mm -hmm. But those are very well protected, and it is why it is so difficult I, for me to send someone to help you on your journey. She would know. She would notice, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I wish that I could help you more, but I am... So pleased that you have found such good friends to associate yourself with. That's why we need to help Marcus. Yes. He's helped me a lot so far. I'm very sorry for your friend. Please do be careful and bring Shimmer back here when you are ready to be changed back and mm -hmm. I will do my best with that, my dear. That's a problem for later. Yes. We have a different problem now. Yes. Later problems. Mm -hmm. Good luck, dear. Thank you. And he just brushes his hands across and you watch as this ethereal ripple kind of ripples across the water and vanishes. Shimmer is just like floating next to you, fairly large. Hmm. I think he's able to watch us through Shimmer. Did he say that? He didn't. He didn't seem to know when I told him about you guys. The first time. Then he did know because I told him the first time. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. It was just a guess. Mm -hmm. uh, as for you heading back, uh, either you can make yourself invisible or you can fly really high, right? Do, do you remember where the, the tavern is? <laughs> do you want to set a DC for that history check? <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a history check. I rolled in that 20. I know exactly okay, where it is. Yeah, she knows exactly so where it is. Um, <laughs> okay, good. But the guards might think it's suspicious if you come back alone. I'll just go back as someone else. They might ask you questions. That'll be fine. I'll answer them. Then I can I should be able to fly back. I'll see you there. Fly, fly up. Flying high up. Mm -hmm. Very good, and you're mm -hmm. cruising back towards the tavern. Very good. Uh, Paul will role play you going through the gate, uh, and then I will let you bounce. All right. What are, you, what are you disguising yourself as? Uh, let me cast it again, since I got a fucking shit. Alright, well, when in doubt, go with uh, Murdoch Man number two. Okay. Yeah, so you've got, like, orange hair and a, and a short little, like, reddish beard. 
Perfect. you know, fairly normal, like dirtier clothing. And you make your mm-hmm. way back to the gates and uh, you walk up to the guard. Uh, afternoon, what brings you to our fine city? Pleasure. Understood. Uh, you'll want to check out Hearth Lane if you're looking for pleasure. Oh, how... Sorry, let me not judge by your appearance. How, uh... What level of comfort are you looking for in terms of coin? Moderate. Hearth Lane, then, yes. Thank you. Of course. Enjoy your stay. A lot and walk through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you make your way back towards the, uh towards the other thing that you were going to go do. Uh, how much gold do you have in your inventory? Oh, no. If you don't have it up, that's okay. Uh, I think it was 200-something. Let me double okay. check. Yeah, I've got like two, 277. Okay, uh, so second level spell is 200 gold um, for, Ooh, for that spell that you wanted. My bank. Yeah, your bank bones. Uh, yeah. So you can just deduct that from your, uh, from your total and you can add that spell to your list. Perfect. Very good. Paul, have a wonderful evening, sir. Thank you again. Bye, everybody. Good, Good night. night. Um, while Dandelion's flying, she would cast Silent Image uh, below her mm-hmm. to look like a bird. Smart. Very clever. I'm going to give you inspiration for that. Yeah. That is really, really smart. I like that a lot. That mm-hmm. is very, very clever. That is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you make your way back towards the tavern. Is there anything else that you wanted to do? Mm. No, I don't. I don't think so. Meet up with Rin probably at the sure at, at the, the tavern. Front. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Who do I want to handle next? Um, send me <laughs> Marcus. Marcus. Yes, and then I'll do the other three because they're in the room together, and then I'll have them split up. Goodbye, friend. Good evening. Do you need me to get the spanker? Yes, please. <laughs> really oil that baby well, I'll up. I'll clean this one off with my mouth. First. <laughs> it's really good on camera. <laughs> Lots of one-on-one tonight. Yeah, that's pretty much how the session is going to be uh, with people having to duck out. So it's going to be people mm. doing some individual stuff. Oh. Let me pull up my notes. Mm. Just having a good old nap in jail. Mm-hmm. Good. Also, I forgot that awarding inspiration is a thing that I can do, so I'm going to give you inspiration for uh, for your roleplay stuff for the last week and the week before. Cool. Because uh, I gave it to Sarah as well for something that she did that was very creative. Very good. Thank you. And I forgot that was a thing that I could award. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. 
Okay, love that. Bam. So, um, yeah, I would say at this point a number of hours has uh, has passed. Our... Yeah, since I was banging all that. Oh, no! Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask, is are you still doing that, or would you have at some point stopped? Would you have changed what you were calling, or would it have just constantly been, like, rapping on the bars? Uh, no, I mean, I would have yelled out for him for, I don't know, maybe, like, five minutes or so, just okay. to, like, effectively set the tone for him that, like, you know, if you are not brave enough to come face me while I am in a cage... <laughs> that that is to me an indictment of you and who you are sure. and the not only like you know coward that you are but the slithering nature <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah uh just like i know you are a snake and that you sure. are not brave enough to look sure. at me sure. as i am even in a cage and then yeah no then i would honestly sit back down and you know, take a deep breath and, like, recollect myself and return once more to prayer. Cool. Um, yeah, so you are sitting... Is there anything in particular you're thinking as you were praying or more of the same from last week of kind of that, like, strength and affirmation uh, of No, my name? prayers now would be about if Captain Emmerich is telling me sincerely that they are coming for me to either let me die swiftly and let him tell them that it is not worth it as I indicated that mm -hmm. I wanted him to do, to please expedite my execution so this way none of them have to risk uh, their safety or their freedom, uh, that if they do come, that uh, if I am alive, that they remain unharmed and rewarded for their courage and, I don't know, I don't want to say loyalty, sure, but like care and concern. Sure. With that second portion of that, would you also kind of, whether or not Marcus realizes this or not, mm. um, would you ask essentially for the strength to leave? Because you don't want them to come get you, but if they do, you obviously want them to remain safe. But Marcus is so staunchly against them being put in danger. Mm. Would he ask for the strength to step foot out of that cell. I think if I saw their faces, he would know that that is the source of his strength. Sure, absolutely. That seeing them arrive and saying, like, against all odds, regardless of the risk and, you know, potential devastation that it imposes upon us, that we care enough about you as our friend, as an older brother to Danny Lyon, that you are one of us and that family does not leave one behind even if they are you know in whatever regard selfishly attempting to say don't do sure. it sure and also that family is not the family is not just those that are buried correct yeah yeah, yeah. that sure. you can uh, again the idea of a found family of recognizing yeah. that i have lost my my home and my resolute place in the world and that i have now had to uh, forge and unify one with people that I have met. Sure. To know that, yes, sincerely, seeing their faces would be my strength. Sure. 
Yeah, I think that's good. So it's essentially your your two paths. You were at a fork. Yes. Either die swiftly or mm-hmm. let them make it here unharmed so yes. I can leave. So I can get out of here and then beat the ever-loving yes. shit out of him <laughs> with my bare hands, Don. <laughs> I want to take Tavern Brawler so I can be proficient in improvised weapons and put bare hands over my hands mm-hmm. so I can smite with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bare hands. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get cl- big claws on yeah, there. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so kind of a, like, lest they enter the prison, may they make it all the way here. Mm. Very good. Mm. Love that. Um, yeah, so you you sit and you pray. You sit in these feelings of hope for death or hope for life. Kind of yeah. the two options. You, yes. You sit in that kind of... Uh, heavily almost it's just it is the same thing that you know that your father felt a great many times over the course of his career as a soldier the recognition of like you know every single night as a soldier might be your last yeah to enjoy every meal every day every sunrise and sunset to recognize that especially on the evening before a battle to go into it with the recognition of there is no certainty in tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, just the the same thing, let me die swiftly mm-hmm. or let my men live. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you 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 feel that you feel in those feelings and understanding that that's how your father felt, it strengthens your resolve in your bloodline and in the Shaw name. And you mm-hmm. just, you feel comforted by the fact that you know that this is the right way to feel at this point. I think also this decision and seeing the the recognition in John Dar's face and knowing that he also was... An oppositional force behind the scenes against my father makes me feel more confident in his decision to have left the kingdom. Sure. To have recognized that it is in a, a, an extremely ironic sense that I was the one whose armor was tarnished when it was the kingdom that was tarnished, mm-hmm. not the Shaw bloodline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you sit in these feelings, you hear a numerous amount of metal clanking on stone footsteps begin walking up to your cell. And mm. I assume as before, you would not turn. Same with the back to the bars, or would you? Uh, no, death? if I hear that it is like a litany of obvious to me, like either plate or chained boots for what I would assume would be a cavalcade of knights approaching my cage um I think my initial instinct would be that this is it that they are coming for me and that this is to be the end and I would nervously reach out towards the gauntlet that is sat on the edge of the bench Sure, and I would say Please forgive any any mistakes I have made. I have only ever tried to do what is right and what is best for the people around me. 
and I am sorry I could not do more. Thank you for all that you have guided me to do, for the few that I have been able to help. Let them live lives of peace and happiness that I have not gotten to know. Let them see golden fields. Thank you. And I would remove my hand from the silver gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And no sooner do you finish saying that you hear these footsteps stop behind you, this litany of soldiers. Mm -hmm. And you hear a voice ring out. Mr. Shaw. You asked for John Dar. You get me. Yeah, I would just kind of, you know, slowly nod. And put my hands on my knees and I would stand with my back to the bars and look now down at the armor. And I would just kind of, like, take a heavy sigh and let my head drop back and look up at the height of the bars above me. And just, in an exasperated breath, I should have known he would have been not nearly brave enough to do it himself. So be it. And you hear this jangling as three keys are inserted to the locks of your door. And mm-hmm. they twist and clang with a large sound as the door swings open. And this heavily armored guard with chains wrapped around him steps back as eight other guards filter in and wrap their arms around you and drag mm-hmm. you out of this cell. Mm-hmm. Do you resist at all? or No. No to that. I would be... I don't know. I think with a sense of... Again, reservation, smile down at the blackened armor and remember the sight of my family at Goldview and I would mutter to them, no pain can exceed that day. They drag you out of this cell into this like kind of open area outside of it to where this large hallway kind of extends out and they drag you and set you in front of this very tall very burly guard with Mm. a black beard slicked back ponytail hair Mm. few scars on his face as Mm. he looks at you with these like cold blue eyes Mm. what message do you have for John Dar? Tell him that when a tree grows too tall and blots the sun from the ground, the flowers below 
twist and weave and find a way to find it. Does not matter how tall he becomes. I am sorry to tell you that I am no message bringer. You'll never see John Dar again. My name is Cain, and I will break you. There is one thing that is true of the name of Ashur. It is that we are unbreakable, sir. I bid you good fortune in your vain efforts. I certainly hope you are unbreakable. That will make this far more entertaining. And he swings towards you. Mm -hmm. And you, almost in slow motion, Mm -hmm. as his knuckles come close to your face, you see, as it contacts you, that they are lined with brass vines with thorns on them wrapped around his fingers as he contacts the side of your face. Mm -hmm. And it is painful but because of all of the pain that you have been through it's almost numbed Mm -hmm. where the physical pain no longer not that it doesn't matter as you feel it but it's it's trivial in comparison yeah tiny pricks in comparison to what you've gone through and Mm -hmm. that you are already broken Mm -hmm. and you find that strength to center yourself and just accept this Mm -hmm. burden upon you Mm -hmm. and he continues to just wail on you with these vine brass knuckles and beat you before he has the guards pick you up again as you just almost even the same with the the sound of everything being dulled where you have this like ringing Ringing. in your ears where everything is just muted like flashbang kind of And you just hear this just slapping sound as he hits you that mm-hmm. you barely feel. And these guards lift you up and hold you up to his face. Mm-hmm. What message do you have for John Dar? The message is unchanged. As am I. <laughs> Fair enough. And they turn you and put you against the far wall and you hear chains get dropped and dragged across the floor Mm -hmm. and he just right into your back lashes you with these large metal chains that Mm -hmm. just whip and clang off of Mm -hmm. the floor as they Mm -hmm. strike your back and leave your back you know really bloodied and bruised and bruised because I mean if it's striking me with chain yeah it is going to leave an incredibly deep injury absolutely Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. As I stand here, I would lean my head. It's a wall, you said? Yes, like a yeah, like wall. stone wall, yes. I would lean my forehead gently up against the wall, and I would close my eyes, and I would think of all the mornings that I awoke and hurried out to the fields to work with my mother, sowing seeds, plucking wheat tilling and I would remember her smile 
and I would again sigh and in between the thrashes of the chains chains I would say again our message is unchanged I'm gonna have you make a constitution saving throw with advantage Ooh, got it oh baby as a nine That's a four. We'll roll the nine. Uh, yeah. Um, so in almost self-defense of this pain, mm-hmm. your body shuts itself off. Mm-hmm. And you black out for a moment. Mm-hmm. But your mind reignites and you see this morning light that you have not seen in some time now Mm -hmm. this sun climbing over the mountain ranges igniting the field in front of you that you have seen so many times times. in your past (laughs) Mm -hmm. to the point where it just plays like a movie in your head and you feel yourself being dragged as you run through this field dragged towards something familiar and something that you find comforting And you see your mother and your father standing under the large tree Mm -hmm. at the center of town. Mm -hmm. And she smiles at you and kind of like bends down. And you can tell that you're a child in this flashback Mm -hmm. uh, just based on the height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she hands you a basket. Are you ready to help again, Marcus? I will always help, Mother. You've been such a great help. You do such a good job. Because you taught me to. We love you very much. And she's going to just give you a kiss on the forehead. And just kind of like spin you around and pat you on the shoulder as you go running towards this field. And you look back and she smiles and picks up a basket and walks towards you. Mm -hmm. And as you turn, you hear the clanging of the cell door as you open your eyes and realize that you are on the floor of your cell. Mm -hmm. Just tossed in. And the force of you hitting the floor, you your vision shakes for a moment, and it's almost as if this vision almost not like distorts, overlaps. but like yeah, kind of overlaps. Like overlaps, but like blurs out, and then reality fades in. Yeah, and you hear a voice ring out as 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 these two things cross over, where you're now running through. A field of stone where the wheat still comes through but it's not dirt anymore it's cobblestone and there's just a wall in front of you and it just kind of doesn't make sense in your slightly delirious state Mm -hmm. Uh, and you turn back towards your mother and you see the face of this guard that Mm -hmm. had beat you Mm -hmm. uh, of Cain and he just smiles and you see your mother's face flash over his for a moment where her kind caring smile fades into his extremely cruel one tomorrow Marcus Shaw and he slams the door and you pass back out Mm -hmm. and are left sitting in this field as your mother runs over to you and picks you up as you've fallen Mm -hmm. and she just 
kisses the spot on your leg that you had cut from tripping over something Mm. and it begins to rain Mm. and you fall into this state of unconsciousness as you drift in and out of Mm. these memories for a few hours good Good for me Mm -hmm. can you send me the other three the non-dandelion non-dandelion three yeah because I want to see if they want to chat before they split and then I'll send half of them out Hello. It's the good half of the table. <laughs> uh, let me unmute you guys. You can leave my muted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanted to check with you guys of whether or not you guys want to talk about anything as the three of you, because you were the only three that are remaining in the tavern. Uh, or if you would immediately split. If there was anything you would do or say to each other in private, obviously you have rooms that you could duck into to speak if you wanted to before you split into the two groups. So what is our situation? We're in a, effectively a tavern under a... Under a tavern. Under a yes. tavern. Yep. Um, which tavern is above? The Last Lantern. The one that we... Yeah, that's what it's called. This is also the Last Lantern. This is yes. the... This is the real Last Lantern. That's the second to last Correct, lantern. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the second to last... What? How much uh, material... What sort of material is dividing us from this establishment? Sure. Filled with people we don't want Absolutely. knowing about. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so you see that it is wood, but it is lined uh, with what looks to be like furs and things that kind of this is meant to be a safe haven for people that need protecting um so this was like like, this was like a an underground railroad type of establishment and because it was owned by this other person when this other person got the boot from the second to last lantern (laughs) yes the new owner didn't know about it and the entrance is not obvious because yeah, because it's behind it was stuff in the kitchen. To be hidden Absolutely. For reasons. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It is meant to be. So hidden. it is. Yeah. It's it's, it's secure. good and truly secure. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. It is. Um. And these are like ten foot high ceilings as well. It's not like really compressed to the point where like you can tell that this was designed for this purpose, uh, and it is protected with with things to to you hear very very muffled sounds from above of people moving about to understand that like sound from in here would not make its way up. Obviously, if you, like, screamed, that not necessarily right. going to do that. But Even the, if I tried, I couldn't make out the words of somebody talking No, about not it. at all. Yeah, it okay. is It is just a, a an amorphous blob of mumbles where you can't hear or make yeah, out it's a, anything. It's a tavern, so there's Absolutely. enough noise happening that yes. it's, like, ambient noise. Yeah, but you not. could not pick out a conversation. Even for, like, some of the quieter portions, as you kind of walk around the space to kind of get the concepts of stuff, where you can hear that, like, over in the one corner where things are a little bit quieter, you still can't make the conversations of whoever is above you at that moment. 
I've been upstairs. Yes. I came downstairs to get here. Mm-hmm. How far under, like how much space between these two? Sure. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, so, a rough guess. I'm not like an architect yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But. Um, so you can, like the ceiling height is about 10 feet. You walk down probably about like 12 feet. So there's like two feet of space between the upper floor and the lower ceiling here. Of There is something in there kind of acting as a barrier between the two. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a good question. And how, how many other people are here? You said there were cloaked figures when we came in. How yeah. many? Uh, there's about ten robed figures. Um, they look to be in, in like prayer-style robes. Uh, are and they you, hiding their faces? No, no, no. No, not, okay, so they're hood, all... Yeah, yeah, hoods are back. Visible. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you can see that on uh, uh, wearing necklaces, uh, they have the same symbol that Dandelion found carved uh, of um, Ilmater, which you would know. Uh, do we recognize any of the people that are still here? So the guard captain left. Yes. Arthur's still Arthur's here. still here. Yes, Arthur's still here. Um, you do not recognize any of the other faces of the other people at the moment. Okay, none of them were people that were in the parade when I walked the route in reverse. None of no. them. They're all. Do they? Do any of them have a like a distinct look about them, or do they all look like they keep a pretty low profile? Sure. Um, yeah, not in particular. Nobody has anything really flashy. They 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 all look that they. they keep a low profile um they they don't have any really like super defining features you can tell that they similar to the look of the people in the crowd that kind of look defeated they have that look on their face that's kind kind of of weighed down yeah almost beaten into them Mm. from just from what you've heard about what john dar has done to this city in passing understandably their do, reactions to this. Do they look comfortable to have outsiders here that now know that they're essentially a faction of rebels? Sure. Does um, any do any of them look like on edge at all, or do they no. look like they? Yeah, they look comfortable. Uh, whether or not that's because you walked in with Arthur, or because they heard what Arthur was telling you. Um, you're not able to make that out, but they don't look concerned by your presence. Okay. Um, that's all just... Yeah, absolutely. Information gathering that I didn't... If I heard it, I didn't process it last time. Yeah, Uh, I don't think I went into crazy amounts of detail on that, but yeah, understandably to kind of get in Shay's mindset of where... Right, yeah, right the degree to which I would speak in this room, Absolutely. or if I'd try to vacate, or if I yeah. try to vacate in a way that was like sure. And you were told that your possessions are whatever. in are in rooms in for room. you guys, so you guys are able to, uh, if you did want to speak in private and not in this room, you are able to move to one right, of right, those right. spaces. Um, uh, I guess I would, um, I'd look about the room a bit and see if I could catch Mr. Pigeon's eye and just give him a look that says I don't like this and then uh, I would turn to Arthur and say um, you said there were rooms. Yes, of course. Uh, right this way. And he leads the three of you over and points to three doors that are right next to uh, 
to another one that or sorry you already you two already had a room um so he points you to a door that is next to one that is slightly ajar uh, this is yours uh, they have a room already all right um, uh, your possessions are inside very good as are yours needed to drop off marcus's things of course he carries an awful lot actually that does not surprise me uh He's a good man. I. He does not deserve what has happened to him, truly. Are you certain you trust all of these? Yes, with my life. Uh, they're not part of my guilt, but they are family within this city. They have. And none of them will break rank if things get difficult. No, they have endured a great deal, and they are prepared to endure a great deal more. They have been waiting for something to happen, so that way they can reclaim this city. I hope you'll forgive my hesitation. I I do understand. Didn't exactly have this in mind, coming to the city. Came to... Nor did I. ...report some issues from Lake Mount... Yes. Certainly not. To get caught up in a rebellion. I understand. As you know, I very, very rarely stay in one place, but when I heard Marcus was making his way here and I got word of what has happened in the city, I made my way here immediately to make sure that you were all safe. I feared the worst, and close to the worst has happened. You implied that we were in some sort of danger ourselves? Yes. What Um, makes you say that? Not in danger, in the sense that you would be taken. Questioned, Um, then. Possibly. uh, The tavern that you stayed in is... uh, was actually taken from the young lady that runs this one. uh, From her father, years ago. And it... Being the first tavern that a great many people see when they enter the city, it is easy to have people directed there, newcomers, families, things of that nature, where a great deal about what goes on in this city with tourists, with the people that are not from here, can be discerned from simple casual bar talk, the slip of a tongue while drunk, simple questions that may seem innocent under the guise of asking to... Asking for information so they can help you. They're able to determine kind of what people's purposes are here and get a read on the population of tourists in the city. By being with Marcus, they would have reported back most certainly at least that you are persons of interest. I don't think that they would have taken you. I doubt very much that Marcus would have been taken immediately. But you have accomplished a great deal in the city thus far, and word does travel amongst these inner circles of monsters. You mean what we did in Southport? Yes. Most assuredly, a great blow to the Black Flowers. But not without its own cost. Again, I don't think you would be taken. You would be fine to walk through the city. 
People might keep a closer eye on you in certain places, certain taverns. These peoples might keep an eye on you. I don't think at this point you warrant being followed or watched. Do you know who these people are? Not entirely. Uh, they work with, work for Jandar under the guise of working for the city. So you're guessing as to their numbers then? Yes. Uh, there were certainly a great deal of them in the crowd during the festival. During the parade. The happy ones? Yes. If everyone in the city was distraught, that would paint a very different picture than if some people are upset. And you're certain that it's Chandar's doing? Yes, the unfortunately. corruption you believe has occurred? Yes. How have you come by this knowledge? Captain Emmerich has told me from word that he's received from trusted individuals higher up the chain. Those that are loyal to the king and not the crown. And this prison you're asking us to break into? Yes. The captain seemed uncertain of the sort of god presence. Not his division, then. Yes, he works with the gate at the castle. He protects the inner, higher-ranking soldiers after Benjamin took over his unit. And there's none in your number here that would have any further information on what we might be walking into, or a connection to somebody that might... I was told before he left that he would get you as much information as he can, as he feels comfortable pressing without drawing attention to what is about to happen. I'm not sure how much he can get you, but I know there is to some degree. He will be able to assist to the best of his ability. There are people that he knows, people that are loyal to the king. But this is not simply about saving your friend as much as I do care for Marcus in the brief time that we've met. His name holds great value amongst some of the more reserved guards, those that keep up appearances but have remained within the walls, people that are loyal to the king. Many of them are nervous about attempting to overthrow Jandar and take back the kingdom. But they will follow ashore into battle. Are you certain? Yes. And you expect... our help beyond retrieving Marcus? I do. I... This plan to reclaim the castle itself was put into motion when it was learned from what Captain Emmerich says that an heir of Ashaw was making his way to Greymoor. Things were beginning to fall into place. Word was being passed amongst those that are trusted about a plan. 
But we still need someone to fight Jandar. And what makes you think that we would be so willing to do that? I don't know. I know Marcus would. I have to believe that you as his friends and all that you have done throughout the rest of Fjordane to stop this threat, that it does not end with a single organization. I sense in you, all of you, that there is something deeper for you, whether that be personal or simply your nature. I believe that you are all honorable people and that you would not have come this far and done all that you have done to turn away and cast so many people into the darkness of his shadow. I can't speak for the rest of my friends, but... Being so noteworthy is not necessarily something I was looking to do with my life. I will consider... Should we be able to retrieve Marcus, I will consider aiding you in this. What I understand. Will, what will become of this John Dar? should he be toppled? The goal is to make sure as few people know as possible how much corruption he has wreaked upon this city. People understand that with the king not having been seen in some time in public, something is wrong. There is a sickness to this city. But people, normal people, do not know the degree of which this has happened. If John Dar were to go missing, people might be worried as to why has the Duke of Commerce gone missing. But they would not wonder... Why has the man who has a grip on this city gone missing? The majority of them are ignorant or naive and do not know. So as far as your not wanting to be noteworthy, I do understand privacy is something that I take very seriously as well. I do not think that should you choose to assist in this endeavor, no one would know your name aside from the people here. You would not be fighting Jandar amongst the guards in the castle. We would find him elsewhere. Alone. And to what end? To remove him. In what way? Whatever way you want. You do not have a plan for him, then? He is too dangerous to be alive. Captain Emmerich will go with you if you choose to do this, as will his one of his trusted men. The rest of the guards will go to the castle. Is it not beneficial to at least take him alive initially? If he has rooted himself so deep, perhaps he is able to provide information on further connection. I don't think he would talk 
from what I've heard from Captain Emmerich, he is very private about what he does. He is very cautious. I'm not suggesting we have tea with the man. Of course. I will leave that decision up to Captain Emmerich. Just seems like an awful lot of trouble to go through. To pluck the fruit from the tree. I understand. A bandage. Not a solution. They're asking... Well, again, I can't speak for my friends, but you're asking me to risk an awful lot. I understand. I genuinely, I do. As an herbalist, bandaging a thing and hoping it goes away, not always the best answer. Yes. From what I've spoken to Captain Emmerich about, that is not the end of the story. John Dar is not the end of the rope, and there is more to be pursued, should any of you have interest in it. I believe the king may have some amount of information, should he live. One thing at a time. Yes. I'm going to lighten my load. All right. I'll just step into the room and sure. offload some stuff. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't shut the door behind me. Okay, but sure. Would you guys like to follow him in, do anything before you split up separately? Uh, what time of day is it? Uh, it's like midday now. It was morning okay. when you were brought here pretty early. Um, no, I wouldn't have anything to... I would want to step into my room to uh, get uh, get ready for what I want to do, but I don't have okay. anything else. Sure. When are you planning on doing your thing in terms of day, time? Um, I would probably try to go in the evening. Okay. Like late night or just evening? I mean, would I expect to be received late at night? I would want to speak with her privately, but, like, would I expect that, like, a late... Like, I'd be able to? Absolutely. I would say that she is more active at night than she is during the day anyway, so that would probably be fine. Yes, then I I would wait for night. Okay. And And the two of you would obviously go. Right. Yes? Could. I, I don't know, because when no, we... No, when I actually, no? I would, I would, no, I wouldn't try to take you with me for this. Just because what I'm going to go do is get sure. in my, I'm going to go into my room and uh, take off all of my stuff, and I'm going to dress up as uh, Captain Hallid uh, Gavidson, because I still have all of his okay. clothes. Yes, and, you're right. You're okay. uh, some sure. paperwork and uh, yeah. tobacco and a pipe, so yep. I'm going to dress up like him okay. and try to walk there like that since I don't want people to see uh, Mr. Pigeon out and about. Okay. Um, so. I don't have anything to do beyond that. Sure, just, sure, sure. I'm just thinking of like, you guys are sharing the same Oh, room. I don't even have to sneak oh, sure. out. I yeah. Would, I would get dressed up and... If sure, would you try to just indicate to her like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just like... <laughs> we give you a little pat and... I guess I would just sit on my bed. Sure. Is there anything that you want to do alone, Twig, separately? Uh, Just so I can split up the groups. Is there anything that you want to go find or go do or go ask someone about? Not not particularly. I can't think of anything that I need to do. 
when did in our timeline is are we supposed to be trying to get Marcus? Uh, so it's like midday. Yeah, so there's two days and then the execution is on the third. So okay. this is the first day. So there's a day. lot of days. Yeah, okay. so you have the next day to like plan and Do figure out stuff. and sure. probably go in like that night, I would guess. So you've got like a full day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Mike, the other thing that we had talked about, the two of you doing, did you? When did you plan to do that? Afterwards, that's. I want. I want to okay. make sure it's okay with. Sure. So you uh, want to yeah. go see her, come back, yep. and then and do then, that. Yep. Got it. Okay. Um. So I will do Lawrence first, then I will do you, then I'll do both of you, and okay. then we'll end after that. Sure. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So you guys chill in your room for the time being. Sounds good. Cool. So, you are in your room currently offloading your stuff. Mm -hmm. Whatever you would like to do, whoever you would like to talk to, is yep. uh, up to your freedom. Um, I would drop my uh, 45 pounds of Marcus belongings. <laughs> um, and uh, I would want to, uh, and I don't know how much of... Uh, the other ten people or so that are here that you have fully prepped. Yeah, and not I'm, entirely enough. If you wanted to like talk to them, and I don't and, need sure. anything specific out sure. of any of them. Absolutely. I would want to familiarize myself with their faces and their names, and I would want to talk to each of them for a minute. Sure. To get just yes. in case. You got it. Um, Do they? They're all robed or cloaked or whatever they all wearing a similar cloak uh yes it looks like a group cloak yes i'd ask if they have any more group cloaks sure uh yes yeah, so you walk up to <coughs> and whether or not they think that this group cloak would be uh inconspicuous sure um yeah, you can you my... can pick whichever one you want for me to talk to yeah, but yeah, i would yeah. familiarize myself with the names the voice patterns the faces uh, you know, casual, like, hi, how are you? Who are you? What do you do? Sure. You know more about me than I know about you. Sure. We're doing some secretive business here. I'd feel a lot more comfortable if we knew each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very friendly, like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll say that you walk up to this grouping of them and then sit. And let me go through. Starting at AM, you know? Yeah. Hi, I'm Shay. Hi. Uh, let's see. What name do I want for this? Yeah, so you walk up to an older, um, an older gentleman uh, who is again in this robe. He looks to be about probably sixty, uh, maybe even a little older, with a brown kind of like slightly 
patchy gray. The beard itself is not patchy. Mm-hmm. The, there's patches of like gray in his beard. Mm-hmm. Um, and shoulder length hair that he has tied back. And you can see that he also, as with the rest of them, has this necklace of the symbol of Ilmater uh, with the two crossed hands tied with the red cord around his neck. Uh, and you walk up to him and he introduces himself. Uh, uh, my name is Werner. Werner. Um, Very nice to meet you, Shay. How did you find yourself in this company? We are a group of people that has endured a great many things over a great period of time. Um, Our god is no longer welcome within the walls of this city, so we must keep our worship secret. Is that why you're scratching notes into the bottom side of benches? Precisely, yes. How many of you beyond the ones gathered here is this all of you this is the main collective of our grouping there are others that sit more normally in their homes there are a few others for larger collectives of prayer but this is our main our people our church is that what the robes are for Yes. These are our robes from our time within the church. We do not wear them outside of this place or outside of where we pray. You leave them here, then? Yes, or we take them with us in our bags. We do not wish to be seen within the city with them on. And what would happen to you? Nothing, really. It is not a... Not so much that Umadar is banned, less so that he fell out of favor a long time ago. Some side-eye, then. Yes. Perhaps a slap on the wrist. Yes, back before the new church was built. A very long time ago. Understood. And, um... All of you are... committed to... What Arthur says you are. Yes. Uh, For more ritualistic reasons than... How do you mean? uh, Jandar does need to be overthrown. That much is clear from our people. We wish to walk freely amongst the rest of the kingdom. But there is something that, should you rescue your friend, we will share with you about the one that who has endured. About a chained soldier that endures pain and returns home. There have been times where we thought this story that had been passed down through our people might be useful or come true but it never has in the hundreds of years that we've sat waiting this story passed down but I think your friend Marcus might just be this soldier from this story. You think him some sort of barrigan? Yes. To some degree. 
risking an awful lot on that. We are, yes. But we know we will succeed if this is the case. There is more to the story that, should your friend be rescued, I will share. I apologize. I must keep it safe for now, if this is not the time. If you're wrong. Do you not think that they will hunt for whoever released him? I do not think so. I do not think they will find us or hunt for us. It is not unique for someone to wish to save a friend. And I believe that while it may be a a blip in the grand scheme of things is not enough to warrant concern that something greater may be going on. This story that's been passed down has not been told to others. No outsider knows it. So you're saying that they would choose to save face rather than follow up on anything? Yes. As Arthur mentioned, the corruption that plagues this city is an invisible hand. It is everywhere. It is rooted within the very grounds of the castle through the very tree that supports this kingdom. Through the walls and the bones of this kingdom. But it is an invisible enemy. People know that it is there, they feel its presence, but they do not believe what they cannot see. What do you and your friends do when you're not chasing invisible enemies? We are common folk. We work as cooks, craftsmen, normal things. And you? I myself am a potter. And the rest of these? Similar things. Fishermen, craftsmen, normal folk, but raised with an unfallible dream within us from the stories passed down from our family about how this kingdom used to be and the the people that ran it and the beliefs that lived inside each and every one of these people, I can see it in their eyes, the potential to be happy, to survive and endure this pain. But they do not know how to endure because they have lost that spark within them. Ilmata gives us this. Very well. I suppose I should get to know these others. Understood. Should you succeed in rescuing your friend, I will tell you the rest of that tale, all of you. Because 
if that happens, if this day has come, something great will happen and will stir in this kingdom. It will lift it to greater heights. And the people will endure, and they will remember how to endure. They can be saved. Your friend can be saved. I believe he is this knight. The knight who lives on. One thing at a time. Yes. Of course. He just leans back. Yeah. I'd take my time, I'd go through the other people, I'd have yep. similar types of conversation. Um, try and take a gauge of how dedicated they are, if they're all as unwavering as this man. Sure. Um, and again, familiarizing myself with their features, mm-hmm. the way that they talk what their general story is. Sure. Um, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would do um, that, uh, and then after I talked to each of them and made sure I had that stuff solid, I would uh, I'd take my leave and... Hood up. Yeah, as you make your way out. And you make your way back up the stairs, and you knock on this door in front of you, which is obviously closed, and... <coughs> A few minutes go by as you hear things being dragged out of the way and it clicks open and you see this small elvish girl leaving. Temporarily. Um. Sorry, I did give you her name. Scarlet. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Scarlet? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you see Scarlet. Leaving? Temporarily. Understood. I will make my way back. I just have a couple of things I need to take care of. Of course. Uh, you're certain this will work? I believe it will, yes. Are you tied to the same faith as those collected downstairs? No, um... I believe because my father taught me to believe. I have, as they've said... A more personal grudge. Well... I have no personal grudge against... John Darrow with The taking of your family's tavern? Yes. You don't care? I do care. I'm... But I care... I have a grudge against the corruption that he has wrought, not against the man. I want him removed, but I... can never get my father back. A realist, then? Yes. I have endured a great many things in my life, and... seen a lot of pain, and... I understand that evil is more than just one person, even if it is put into motion by a person. The ability to to do good is in everyone, and maybe his is just really deep down. I can never bring my father back, but I can help people here. And that lantern will stay lit forever, no matter what. 
What is it that you do? Without a tavern to run. Just this. Well, I run this tavern as I run the one below. This is the remaking of my father's tavern. And the one below is mine. Understood. You trust those downstairs, too? I do. They have been here for a long time. Yes. Well. As all have the capacity for good, I assure you, all have the capacity for evil as well. I only ask because I don't know them. I understand. If one of them... found themselves disheartened in the face of such a monumental task. Would be a shame the sort of information that they have. Yes. I've heard them talk. I've heard their stories, all of them. They are as resolute of a bunch as you're going to find. I noticed. I agree, everyone has the capacity for bad. But these people... Are distressingly unshakable. Yes. It is as if... Ilmater himself has... Withheld it... Their ability for... Failure. They believe strongly... That this test, this... Corruption is not for them, but it has been. They hope for something more on the other side. Yes. Their ancestors went through horrible things. They've been hidden within this city for hundreds of years. They are not used. They are used to hiding and waiting. This is not something that, yes, while these people themselves are not ancient, they are normal folk, but this is in their blood, and it has been building and building and building for as long as they have been suppressed within this city. What will you do if they succeed? I don't think much will change. Perhaps I'll expand my tavern. Two taverns. Possibly, or find someone to run the other, but... I like helping people, and even in times of good and times of happiness, there are still people that need help. Everyone needs a little help from time to time. Everyone falls on hard times. And I... I will always honor my father in that sense. He is a very, very good man. I noticed you were intrigued by our friend Dandelion. Yes. Bit of a kindred spirit, I imagine. I do wish to speak with her when she returns. About our home. Were you there long? That is a difficult question to answer. I was there, but here. 
That is a confusing answer. I understand. Um... My home slipped through the cracks. Your home like your place of dwelling? Yes. Us. Without a normal passage? Yes. Our... The grove that we lived in. Too close to the edge? I don't know. We don't... I was very young when it happened. I don't remember it happening. I only remember being told not to leave the edge of the forest. There was a circle of trees. And when I was young, there was a fire. She just holds up her hand. I don't remember my mother much. But then we came here. So, I was there, but not there. How extensive is the scarring? It's like all the way up to her. It's like her arm up to her, like her elbow. Does it look like it caught into this location at all? Mm-hmm. Just the arm. Okay. Yeah. Can I see where it stops at? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. It visible yeah, her sleeves where it are rolled stops. up. You can okay. see where it stops, yeah. Just catalog that yep. right here. Sure. Very well. Should I be careful returning here? Just come into the kitchen. uh, Maybe stumble a little bit, as if you're drunk. And I'll be here. Very well. Be careful. She begins to slide the stuff back in front. Thank you. Of course. And I would step out. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't know how much of the role-playing me going, getting the couple of things I need to get you care to do. Um, uh, I don't need to do that on camera. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, if the, there's anything in particular, we can talk yeah, about it, just because I want to make sure that I get... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like I said, just for me, just gathering yeah. uh, a couple changes of clothes yeah. um, that other people wouldn't know about. Yep. Um, I'd keep an eye out for things that looked akin to things that I'd seen some other people sure. wearing. Yeah. Um, things that would be inconspicuous. Uh, and then backup poisons. You know. Yeah. Yep. The good old, you know, backup disc poisons. Sure. Yeah, I'll think about what yep. ones there might be. Um, yeah, if I could acquire things yeah. that could make it in a way that didn't look like I was purchasing poison, or if I could find sure. somebody Absolutely. shady enough that they would not make note of it. Sure. Or if I could find... Like uh, like an herbalist or, sure, or, or alchemist or something that was like down on, down on their luck and willing to help somebody sure. that just seemed interested. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and I would wear a different face, probably, probably no. Okay, yeah. Um, let me give that some thought as to yep. what things I can give you and at like what cost. Uh, but the other stuff you're totally fine to just grab yep um i have 292 gold currently okay 
Yeah, so you should be completely fine to get whatever you need to get. I'll just have to think about yep. what that is. Uh, poisons, throwables, etc. Cool. Uh, yeah, so we will... I'll have you swap with Mike, and then I'll summon Autumn after. I'd go out and do that, and then I'd come back at some point and lounge yeah. about in my room, and if I cool. had to produce whatever it was that I found, I would do cool. that with the door shut. Very good. Mike? Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> I can't free you, CMS. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're free from work, though. I hope you're... I hope everything's all right. I know that, you know, work is just awful. Hello. How's it going? It is going. Uh, yeah, so you you swap into the captain's gear and you uh, you make your way out. Um, you knock on the door upstairs and stuff moves out of the way and you walk out and you you see Scarlet, the the fairy elf girl uh, that runs the tavern with the burn on her arm, uh, that she opens up and uh, heading out, coming back. Not much of a talker, are we? That's okay. Uh, good listener. It is nice to have people that listen. There are a lot of people in this tavern that just want to talk. People get sympathetic. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. It is good to be a good listener. Well, I won't keep you then. Um, do you need anything for the road? A drink? All right. Well, be safe. I'll be here to let you back in when you get back. And she begins to slide the stuff back in front of this door. Yeah, give a little bow. Sure. And you make your way out into the city, and you make your way over to the theater district, uh, and you find in the kind of like central theater area, there is like an open, uh, open space for like tents and things of that nature to be set up for traveling performers. And you see your familiar circus has made its way to town and, and kind of like been ramshackle moved through the city streets to get to this point and it's, it's kind of like uh it's it's the tent is fully set up at this point you can see that they're like ready for business in the next couple of days uh and you do see nobody's around other than you know the the normal carnival folk that mm -hmm. are around uh and you do see elena's tent uh illuminated as it always is in the, and on the outside this large black tent with little crimson accents Okay, uh, I know you said that um, Arthur clarified he didn't think we were being followed, but obviously yes. uh, dressing up as the captain, just I would keep an ear and eye open as I was walking there, trying to discern if anybody was following me, even though I was uh, in disguise. Sure, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, being uh, aware of like the whole disguise thing, I also would probably try not to draw attention to myself with my uh, you know fellow carnival folk that may or may not be able to recognize me. Um, sure. yeah, keep a low profile, hat, hat drawn down as I approach. Yeah, um, go ahead and make a, uh, perception check for me. And I think that's gonna be a 13. My character sheet closed. Sure. That's fine. Um, 
Yeah, so I'll say that you noticed that like you caught a few glances just because your attire's a little sure, odd, yeah, but no, it it's... doesn't it doesn't look like anyone was definitively like following you. It was just kind of like inquisitive looks as you walked down the street. Okay. Dressed like that. Um oddly more so than a clown because that's just like you know, there are entertainers. The, you, a weird a captain is yeah. is a very little out of place. a little out of place, yeah. Sure. With your whole getup. Um with this obviously not being a seafaring town of any degree, it's just different for people. But uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody followed you or gave you more than like a confused glance. Sure. Uh, yeah, and then I would uh, I would approach uh, I would approach the tent. Sure. Yeah, you walk up and you kind of push the curtain aside and you see Elena look up and smile. Just uh, can I help you? I would uh, you know, take the hat off and uh, you know try to yeah unobscure my face a little bit and sure look. Are there, is there, are there like people around? I'd like glance, make sure that no uh, non-fair people. That like you can see that they're off like around a campfire, like drinking as they would normally. Sure, do, but yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of in their central little cutoff area from the rest of the city, so they're they're by themselves. There's not like random city folk about. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I would take the hat off, try to like make my face a little less obscure sure. by the yeah, and lean in and uh, madam, give her a, a bit of a grin, Mister mm-hmm. Pigeon, and uh, I would try to slink in and pull the curtain shut yeah, behind absolutely. me as quickly as I could. Yeah, she walks over and she grabs a like a band from the top and kind of winds it through the curtain, essentially sealing that front thing closed, this like golden band that she wraps around these like little these little knotted things to kind of like lock it essentially. How are we? Look up and uh give my throat a little clear and uh Oh, it's uh, things have been things have been a little a little better, a little worse. Uh, I figured you'd look very different. Yes, we might be being followed and uh, drawing a little more attention to myself than I would like. Uh, mm. It's actually what brought me here, not to be uh, too too brash, but I need a, an enormous favor. Of course, anything. Uh, when is the next uh, performance scheduled? Tomorrow night. Great. Uh, I need myself and Twig to be in that performance, but not in that performance, if you uh, catch my meaning. I, uh, I believe like, I do, yes. like to try and find some stand-ins in the theater district, and I, I think we can handle that part, but if, uh, if I deliver you some high-par actors, uh, is there a way you could uh, drum up our involvement and... Uh, have us very much be here if I need an alibi. Of course, yes. Uh, yes, I'll have them work the gate. Uh, the two of you perform some sort of act as well as in the show, and we can, I'm sure, drum up some flyers to be passed out. That is very easy to be, to have done. I would nod along and, and say that uh, it might be, depending on how good of a stand-in we can find, it might be best to keep us... Uh, a little further back than usual, but uh, I think with the makeup, we we should be able to find someone suitable. There's a whole district to uh, to look through. Yes, I'm sure you will find someone suitable for your talents, and we will most certainly give them some pointers as to be... how to be Mr. Pigeon. Yes, yeah, they have to be uh, have to be convincing enough. Uh, 
just to uh, give me a bit of an excuse. I'm not, I'm not quite done with Mr. Pigeon yet, and uh, be a shame if the the wrong people caught wind of, caught wind of me. I understand. Do you want the others to know? Can the others know? I'd prefer if they didn't just yet. I'm sure right. they'll know eventually, but for for now, if we could keep this between us, that might be great. If they do realize, uh, as they might, they'll be much closer. I trust them to keep it to themselves. Understood. They may notice, but they're more likely to notice Twig than yourself. Obviously, with the makeup, it will be a little bit harder to discern. Perhaps we could do something fun with Twig with a a face covering of some kind, like a Hmm. Like a, a, a dancing a ghostly lady of some kind. That might be fun. Her new tattoos might might make something like that uh, more suitable. Uh, hmm. She she's got a tattoo thing going on. I'll I'll let her explain that. But uh, All right. I'll have sure. to use my makeup probably on uh, whoever we find to stand in for her to uh, replicate those tattoos or hide them. Uh, either way. Uh, it, I want anyone who might uh, want to take a, a close eye to uh, to be convinced. Uh, Understood. Be doing a be doing a bit of uh, prison break tomorrow. Uh, mm. Traveling companion uh, Marcus has has been taken, and uh, hopefully we can uh, get him out. So we uh, we very much need to be here while that is happening. I understand. And just to be clear about what we've talked about, she knows your story, at least to the degree of, like, she knows what you do, correct? I yeah, believe yeah, we established yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because I wanted to make sure before I make this remark. Uh, graduated from common murder all the way up to prison break, Mr. Pigeon. My, my, my. Sometimes uh, you know, your particular skill set can be used in different ways. Of course. I imagine the... Uh, you are very nimble, and that might be helpful for traps and things of that nature, but I do hope you're able to get Marcus out, and I would gladly help any way that I can with this. Uh, you are all very, very good people. I enjoy your and Twig's company, and your friends are no exception to that. They are quite interesting. Not along and say that uh, if, if, you know, if all goes well, hopefully we'll be able to uh, make a a much more proper visit, but there's a, mm. a lot to plan. They had a lot of ideas going on, and uh, I needed to make sure this loose end was tied up before I started uh, the real planning, because this uh, seems like it'll be a bit of a difficult job. I understand. Yes, that does sound troubling and difficult, but I believe in your skills. And your friends, you are very capable from what I've heard. These things that you've accomplished in Southport is just truly magical. Yes, that is another problem entirely. I would very much like it if uh, this prison break never... If, uh, if no one ever heard, that would be better. I imagine that's the thing about prison breaks. No one wants it to be known that there's a fault in their system. That is what I'm banking on. Yes, things of that nature are almost certainly buried. Yes, as long as uh, as long as it doesn't make its way back to the black flowers themselves, and as long as they don't uh, become weary of Mister Pigeon, uh, mm. I'll be able to, to stay him a bit longer. 
Yes. I don't think they would. If what you've told me about them is true, they are very secretive, and I doubt they would play their hand for something so small. That's the hope. Mr. Pigeon is very small. He is not worth uh, not worth their attention. Yes. And uh, yeah, with with that, I would probably uh, would stand up and uh, apologize again. And I'm, I'm sorry that this is uh, very rushed, but I need to uh, have Twig with me to find our our stand-ins. And uh, she doesn't know that I came here yet. I wanted to make sure it would all work out before I tried to lean into the plan. Understood. Uh, she's still not aware that I uh, speak. Uh, trying to maintain that a little, a little longer. The less anyone knows, the better. I understand, but she is a kind soul. I don't believe she would betray your secret. I don't think she will either. But uh, it, she makes for a, a more convincing performance when uh, she's being honest. Uh, I find it uh, is easier to rely on surprise if the surprise is genuine. Yes. No, uh, she did help me You're with right. a little, uh, little B and E. Give a, a <laughs> nudge toward her, so you know. Uh, we're getting, breaking we're getting and entering, and a prison break. My goodness. Yes, she's uh, she's quite quick, and uh, hopefully uh, soon enough we'll be on more of the same page. And uh, I'm sure you'll see her tonight or tomorrow when we find our stand-ins. Perfect. Well, I couldn't be prouder of both of you. I'd uh, give a little a little curtsy and uh, give a nod and say that uh, I hope I see you I will see you shortly, probably tomorrow Yes, and, uh, let uh, me let you out I'd say we'll talk then, but we probably won't <laughs> Probably not <laughs> but, uh, Yes, and she walks over and undoes this band from the curtain and pulls it open Captain yep, and I'd pull the, the hat on and give a little a uh, little nod and thank you <laughs> It's very obviously not yeah. Mr. Pigeon's voice and uh, go about my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, head back out into the night to go fetch Twig. Yeah, does it look like there are, like, are there, like, people out? Or yeah, is it for like... sure. It's not late enough that, like, you would be shocked if performers are not out. This city is very active until, like, midnight one. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I would try to, to go fetch Twig. Cool. Yeah, if you want to grab her. Yeah. I don't want to push the lights and summon everybody, just in case. Sure. See, this is why it's good that everybody had individual stuff. I didn't think this was going to be a full episode, and it's nine. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, so you make your way back to the tavern. You knock on the door in your full regalia, and you're let back in, uh, and you walk back and make it to your room where Twig is sitting. What are you doing, Twig? Um, I'd probably be, like, sitting on... <laughs> Bless you. Thank you on the bed um i'm gonna have my little my little figurines lined up mm-hmm. and i think yeah i have some wood i'm gonna be like using my claws to like whittle whittle it into a little say it's a, a little snail oh love that Okay, yeah, you make a little wooden snail to go with your collection. 
and uh, as you just about put the finishing touches and like blow off the little scraps of wood, the door creaks open and you see Captain Pigeon at the door. <coughs> Give a little look at it and nod, a little pat and gesture. Yeah, I'll put all my stuff back in my bag. Mm-hmm. When you uh, I'll like pause actually, and I'll, I'll look around. Do you do you have a cloak? Yeah. Like like a big traveler's cloak. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would grab your cloak and put it over you and pull the hood up. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like fold your ears down a little bit so you can fit mm-hmm. the hood over so it's not pointing <laughs> up at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Yep, and then I would uh, lead the way out. Cool. Yeah, you guys make your way back up the uh, back up the street. Um, over through the crossing and up into the theater district um, and you make your way over and you see that there are several people kind of like there are people mulling about watching like street performances and stuff um, you do see a tavern in there as well uh, one that looks very well attended by people and another one on like a side street that doesn't look nearly as busy by like common folk uh, yeah, so I would uh, try to, I try to just like I don't know, like like people watch. Sure. Like I would I would be looking for uh, someone that really resembles either of us. Sure. Or is well not or they have to at least resemble us a little bit, but somebody that looks like they're either performing or just really looks. Sure, like Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so you guys make your way through the streets, um, and you kind of like walk in between. This is like. If you picture, like, fucking Epcot in Disney, where there's mm-hmm. just, like, crowds of people circled around and there's, like, lanterns everywhere, uh, this whole district is kind of, like, encased in buildings, so it's almost like its own little, like, world in here, where it's just kind of away from everything else, uh, which, you know, to give the the people of the city kind of the impression of, like, leaving any troubles that they might have had outside of this district when you step into this this is like you're you are somewhere else like their their goal is to kind of transport you somewhere else where you don't have any cares or worries um you know there there are little bits of like uh you know there are some people doing like flame juggling and things like that uh you know sword eating all of that stuff all kinds of things that you as carnival circus folk are Mm -hmm. accustomed to uh and i will tell you as you're making your way through these crowds of people uh, watching, you see that there is an elvish figure and a tabaxi doing a juggling routine. And you watch as the tabaxi, like, scales the one building as the one elvish man throws a, um, a, a like, flaming torch towards her. And she dives and rolls through the air, catches it in her mouth, and then, like, lands on his hands. And they start, like, he just starts, like, flipping her up into the air. Uh, and I will say, as far as, like, acrobatic skill and resemblance to the two of you uh they are pretty close as far as like he is about your height and this tabaxi looks similar enough to twig that you know with some makeup and things like that could absolutely pass for the two of you if need be great and i would gesture toward them like (laughs) i would point toward them and are we performing with them? Okay. And I, I would, uh, um, do they have, like, a, are they, like, performing, like, 
for yeah, donations? They, they're, is there yeah. like a hat or yes, something? Yes, absolutely. Sure, so I, I would throw... Uh, I want to tell you that there's a there's a jester's cap in the street because that's fun. Sure. I would throw a, a handful of silver in there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the, the elvish man just looks over and like tips his non-existent jester's hat at you uh, as he continue, they continue their routine. And uh, this goes on for a few more minutes as they juggle and the both of them stand and bow and the crowd begins to disperse and they're standing and he walks over to like collect his his hat. Uh, as he does uh, in-game, so as a performer, I would not assume many performers were particularly wealthy, right? No, absolutely not. Uh, like, okay, so, because I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm going to hand this guy a bag of money, and I want yeah. to hand him a good amount of money. Sure, yeah. Uh, like, Certainly not street performers for the most part. Um, they, you know, they make enough with what they're doing to be able to survive and get by, and they're, you know... Even for for people that are in the circus, you know how the rest of the circus folk are, where they're happy enough to just kind of exist and and travel. They love traveling and love that stuff. Uh, Short of being, like, on a stage, these types of performers are absolutely not, like, you know, rolling in in cash. So I think, like, 50 gold apiece would get some some fairly undivided attention. attention. Okay. For sure. Yeah, so then I will... Yeah, there's maybe a couple gold pieces in the hat when you, you know, when you watched it happening. There was, you know, maybe, like, 10 gold collectively of actual gold and then, like, a little bit more silver that they've probably collected over the course of a few hours. Sure. So then, yeah, I would put uh, put 50 gold each into, like, little, little bags and uh, as they're trying to collect them, I would... Uh, like you know, quietly walk up and try yeah. to hand him the bag, and uh, hold the other one toward the back see if you know she's present as well. Sure. Yeah. The, the she walks over and just looks at him. Is everything all right? So no, I, I, I toss that the bag. Yeah. She catches it. She opens it and she just like looks at him and and points at the bag and he opens it and looks back at the two of you. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm just gest- gesture follow. We're not into that. If that's Oh, all right. I mean, I would point to, to you, you. Absolutely. Nice performance. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was just sure to follow again then. Uh, yes. For <laughs> of course, whatever. Uh, sure. All right. And, uh, and they gather their I things. We're not too far from them. the circus, too, right? It is in the theater district. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there like? Is it far enough that like if I pointed at it, maybe they? might assume yeah sure absolutely is it close enough or like am i just like pointing at a building no 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 yeah you you can see like through the the one uh like side street it opens up into where the circus is so you could absolutely yeah so i would i would gesture to follow and also in that direction and if that's something that might make sense sure yeah the two of them follow you she just kind of like inquisitive inquisitively looks at this elvish man that's with her and he just kind of shrugs and just points at the bags and continues to follow you guys yeah, so I, I would lead them back to uh, back to the, the circus and go to uh, Madame Macabre's tent and uh, give a little knock on the curtain. Yeah, she pulls it open and smiles. Good evening. And I would gesture to, to those two and to Twig. That will absolutely do. Come in, all of you, please. Lead the way in. And you walk in and they follow you in. And the elvish man looks over... So what are we doing here? And she looks over. I have a proposal for you for a one-night-only performance, if you would like to join uh, our little circus. Um, We are needing to hire out some additional people, and the two of you fit the bill 
just right, I believe. Uh, I'd be willing to pay you an additional 25 gold apiece for the performance, and we would like to advertise you as a very special part of this performance, but it is something that is... You'll have to become someone else for a night. He just looks over. For 75 gold? Yeah, absolutely. Sure, whatever you need, we would be happy to perform for one night. Absolutely. Uh, costumes, whatever you want. Sure. And she just smiles at the two of you and nods. Pull my paint out. <laughs> the, the clown, my clown paint and stuff. And he looks over. Yeah, okay, sure. Now? Or do I need to... It, it's tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's yeah, tomorrow. So I would shake my head, not now. Well, I mean, <laughs> trial run. Sure, if you want to, absolutely. Yeah, you know what? I would, I would nod it now. Yeah, I'd, absolutely. I'd start. I'd lean in and start trying to put the makeup on, just like the face. But I would want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once the makeup is on, what that looks like, you know. Yeah, I, I will say that it looks very similar to you, and yeah. and he Back turns, up, the... and the tabaxi just like covers her mouth and like tries to hide a laugh as she just. You look. You look great. You've never looked better, honestly. Truly majestic. And he's just, he just kind of like smiles awkwardly. So do I, do I juggle or what is the, oh. I would just point at Madam, uh, Madam Macabre. Yes, so your character actually doesn't speak. He doesn't have the ability to speak. And he just like. (laughs) <laughs> point at each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. The, you guys do the Spider-Man thing, uh-huh. and sh- the Tabaxi looks at you and and walks over to you and like shakes your hand. So am I you then for the night? I guess so. Yeah. Well, what is it that the two of you do in this performance, if we're to take over your role? Well, what me and Mister Pigeon have is very special (laughs) and I don't know that you're gonna be able to get this they're nothing like us we don't look anything alike like take like the makeup and try and draw like a swirl on like the tabaxi (laughs) shoulder that looks like close to yeah 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 like yeah you start to make the swirls and and Elena walks over with the uh, little like hooded uh, veil thing that she like throws over her face and the tabaxi just like freaks out for a second because it comes behind her. She's like, oh, this is nice. So you can see that her face is like hidden behind this like ghostly upper like vest thing. I thought we would do a bit of a haunted lady routine with her. I suppose. Your features are very unique, Twig. No one can truly match your skill or beauty on the tightrope, but... This will have to do, I think. I guess. You're just not encouraging. Yeah. Like. And he just looks. He just looks over at you and nods encouragingly. Also. It's a terrible performance. <laughs> it's nothing against you. You'll just never. It's not the same. I'll sit down. And he, as you sit, he looks over at you and thinks for a minute. And he snaps. And he does, he casts a spell and you hear 
pigeon sounds. Alright, it's better. It's a little bit better. I'll, uh, I'll give my approval, I guess. Anyway, I guess we should probably show them what we can do. They need to see it, right? Yeah. To the tent, then? All right. Come on. And she walks the four of you out. As you see, the other carnival folk, a couple of them at this point are just, like, passed out on the ground next to the fire from drinking. As she leads you over to the big top tent and pulls the curtains aside, ushers the four of you in and pulls it closed. Uh, And I'll have the two of you (coughs) make performance checks with advantage in order to attempt to teach these people at least some semblance of not necessarily your routine, but your skill set so they can kind of adapt on their own as they are a team and will do better with, like, coming up with their own thing. But yeah. you guys doing your thing in front of them to yeah. try to get them to absorb some amount of it. I give myself, you know, get a little stretch and take off my captain's <laughs> coat and uh, give a, a little silent prayer uh, and guidance myself to <laughs> really gotta wow this guy. That's not very wowy. Uh, that's a 16. Got okay. a 22. Okay, that's yeah, I mean, it's it's Twig, it's it's as good as you've performed in the past. Mr. Pigeon, it's it's close, but there's there's a lot on your mind. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that you're a little He's bit close. distracted. But, I don't look like a clown. You know, you, 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 know, you run under with the bucket mm-hmm. and everything and do the whole thing, and you, you do, you know, you're juggling routines and stuff, and you walk back over to them and kind of look at them and she looks at you he just like thumbs up and makes pigeon noises again i think we can do something close to that yes uh we'll need to practice a bit but we have a full day so yeah we can make that work okay and uh i would like look around would i see somewhere where like flyers might be made or uh she had said that she would take care of the flyers yeah cool yep uh, yeah, I'm gonna gesture to them. And... They're pretty good, I guess. Listen, if you're gonna be playing me, alright, you gotta get it right, though. Alright. What What do you like to do? Uh, what are well, your hobbies? Mm, I like collecting things, I like drinking. Um, no. We like performing, no we love drinking. performing. Oh, alright, no never. drinking for the day. Never. Okay, okay, never again. <laughs> You like collecting things? Yes. Small little baubles and things of that nature. Uh, mostly things made of... Uh, marble's a bit expensive, but of stone when I can find it. Wood's nice, too. Uh, but I like the smoothness of the stone. Okay, me too. Do you want to see what I collected? <laughs> I would love to, yes. And I'll pull out all my little things. Mm-hmm. Sure, and I just made this one today. It's beautiful, and she reaches into her bag and pulls out a couple of different, like, animal things as well. She's got mostly, like, sea creature style stuff, um, and she's she also has, like, a little stone snail. You want to trade? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she takes that and admires it, and she's going to just, like, she, like, puts a little notch in the top of it and slips it onto her necklace so that way she's got the little wooden snail around her neck. <laughs> well it's been very nice meeting the both of you uh, or meeting us I suppose and uh, perhaps after this performance we could get a drink as ourselves at some point well sorry not a drink food 
No drinking, right. No drinking. Food, yes. Perfect. Well, we'll keep practicing. You and, do uh, I hope you'll be watching. We will. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck with, uh, the watching, I guess. Good and thank you for this. I love thank it. Thank you for this. Oh, you're very welcome. Put it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure your like hood is up as we leave. Adjust my hat to cover yep. up. And, and he just to lead the, way the elvish man nods and pigeon noises again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would do it back. And give him a give him a, an exaggerated clown bow. Yeah, but, the, the same. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and then I would uh, I would lead the way back. Cool. Yeah, you guys make your way back towards the tavern and let me call everybody else so we can say goodbye. Just in time too. Yes. That was a very good idea. That was very clever. Yeah, I hope Love it works. <laughs> yeah. Right upstairs. Hmm? John had run upstairs. Okay. I don't know when he'll be back, so. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's up upstairs to do. That's fine. We're just signing off for the evening. Friends, thank you very, very, very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, Vulpix for the gifted sub, Octane for the resub, CMS for the resub, and Four Gathers uh, for the follow. Thank you, thank you guys. Um, we will be back next on Tuesday for the City of Oshwamp. We might be live on Sunday for Orvigo, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, I don't know. So uh, just keep your eyes peeled for when we go live. Obviously, a post in Discord and everything, so you guys will will you know we'll see. Um, but I appreciate you guys hanging out uh, and watching. Um, and yeah, next week should be very fun for attempting to rescue our good friend Marcus with everybody's plans kind of coming together. So thank you guys very much. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>